As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I'm Andrew Luria, news anchor at Fox 5 San Diego, and this is the Big Bay Boom series of the Fox 5 San Diego podcast. 20 years ago, San Diego, California's second largest city, didn't have a particularly significant fireworks show, and Sandy Purden decided to do something about it. We were building our home in Point Loma that overlooks the bay, and we, we were thinking, um, wouldn't it be neat to have a fireworks show because it's a natural amphitheater, uh, San Diego Bay. And um, I, I thought, you know, I know all these guys that manage the hotels and uh, run the businesses on the bay because I had been chairman of the Portents Association, which is the, the association that has all has membership all the businesses on the Port Tidelands. So uh, I went to Joe Terzi, who was at that time the manager of the Sheridan Hotel. He's now the head of the Tourism Authority. He says, you know, that might work. Um, here's five grand. So then I went over to the port, and I got a couple of, couple of grand from them. And I uh, went out, and I got uh, two barges and fireworks and tugs and all that kind of stuff. And I stuck him out there for the fourth, and it was a big hit. Sandy's the executive producer of the Big Bay Boom, and for 30 years, he's been an owner of the Shelter Cove Marina. The key is to get the support of everybody from the Coast Guard to the port to the city, you know, traffic control, police, harbor police, uh, environmentalists. uh, You know, there's a lot of issues that that go into producing this thing. Um, So... uh, Checking all those boxes every year is, is a full-time job. I spend more time on this than I do on my real job, which is owning a marina on Shelter Island. But in that respect, does it mean more to you to do this than Well, this is kind of like the toy department of life, you know, compared to real life. So uh, I enjoy this, obviously, because being a former marine, I like blowing things up. So uh, I really get a kick out of, of the, out of the show. And obviously the preparation and all that is a lot of work, uh, especially raising the money, but uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a joy. It's a lot of fun. In 2001, he raised the money and the interest to have a serious fireworks show in the San Diego Bay, the Big Bay Boom. Two barges, a few thousand fireworks, 50,000 visitors at first. What was the cost like at the beginning versus now? Like 30000 and now it's 650000 This year's Big Bay Boom will be the 19th. Most of them have been run by Sam Brugema. His company is Pyro Spectaculars. What goes into it, the planning, how ahead you have to be to start planning for something like this, and how it all comes together? My to process starts with the sponsor. We, and we entertain, we, we propose try to go for the contract in November. And then we start working on music. You know, this year, we've they've changed radio stations, so now we're on the iHeart channel, iHeart system. So there's gonna be eight radio stations playing the music, which is gonna be really good. So just about anybody's gonna be able to turn their radio on and listen to the soundtrack, which is gonna be helpful. Freedom, 
excuse my ignorance, but how does a fireworks show match up with music? In other words, I, I see it, and I'm like, I don't, it doesn't quite make sense to me. Well, if you listen to music, if you're listening to the soundtrack, we test and are very familiar with our products, so they change with the moods and the feels and the general feel of the music. But also, with our timing, we like that firework hitting on beat with the beat with the music. Now granted there is some fluctuation. Mind's eye will draw it in, but with the computer technology for the scripting software, the amount of testing we do regarding safety and timing of the fireworks shell, we get very, very close and we can smack this stuff right on beat. This year's Big Bay Boom has some added significance on top of everything else. It's the 250th birthday for San Diego, America's finest city. Half a million people are expected to watch it in person. A huge audience on TV as well on Fox 5 in San Diego as well as simulcast on KTLA in Los Angeles. Meaning people are seeing it from Tijuana up through Santa Barbara. A potential audience of 20 million people. Every show is a big show to me. Whether it's a $2,000 show or a $200,000 show. It's the most important day usually for that customer. So you treat it that way. Uh, there's, they don't get anything less. They don't need any less of me from any show so it's it's a the pressure point is not necessarily any more pressure but it's it makes it exciting to perform and do my best especially with the, the product line that we have is uh, very unique and constantly changing through this show so, so to you it's changing obviously it, it literally is changing but to the viewer who sees this probably once a year maybe if they're lucky right. twice a year do they know the difference I think I think there's we have fortunately enough in San Diego we have aficionados when it comes to fireworks because we had all the years of SeaWorld fireworks. People that have been in San Diego for years and years and years, they learn fireworks. The KGB Sky Show is something that people know and they they've know to expect a fireworks change. If the music changes, the fireworks will change. So that so that you have people that really know their fireworks in this town and there's they do a good job of it. What kind of power do these things each have? Well, we shoot from 3-inch shells, which is a 3-inch ball, up to 10-inch. A 10-inch shell can weigh 35 pounds. And um, there's no getting out of its way. It's a, it's a big bullet, basically, is what fireworks are. We put, a, we put the mortar down the tube. The black powder charge propels it into the sky. And boom, in the sky it goes after the time fuse goes. Take us on board one of the barges. What's it like that day? What's it like as the fireworks are going up? Are you getting hit by ash left and right? What, what's Depending the- on the wind direction, I've had I've had a barge placement where, for some reason, the tug put us d- downwind of the show, <laughs> which is kind of bad. But there's still there's still stuff immediately falling on top of all all of us on the barge. We're all wearing protective gear, helmets and fire fire retardant clothes, and it's um. Kind of like Armageddon, I guess. But it doesn't always go to plan. Sam's been running the fireworks show for most of the 19 years, but there were a few he wasn't working, and one of those years was 2012. And that's when the most famous fireworks show on the West Coast became the most infamous in the world. This is your Fox 5 News. Good evening, I'm Jen Carlman. Big Bay Boom Bust. If you were hoping to watch San Diego's big fireworks show downtown, you might be scratching your head. What happened? The show was supposed to start at 9 p.m., 
But this is what we saw. Three barges all went off at once with a lot of fireworks, as you see there. Then nothing, just smoke in the sky. So exactly what happened? That was it. Five minutes before the show was supposed to start, the folks behind that show say a computer glitch caused every single one of the 7,000 fireworks to all go off at once. What was supposed to be an 18-minute show ended with all the fireworks exploding in about 18 seconds. What were your thoughts about what happened? Um, what do you remember about it? And, and what are your thoughts now, you know, seven years down the road? Well, I had my sponsors at my sponsor party at the house, and uh, of course... I knew right away that something had gone wrong, so I tried to hide under the table, but that didn't work. <laughs> so I went into my office with it. I had some port people there, so we all went into my office and shut the door and and uh, went into uh, you know went into difficulty mode uh, and got hold of the producer of the uh, fireworks, and uh, he said, "Yeah, there's something screwy with the computer, and we'll find out what really happened." And, so they were very good. They uh, owned up to the problem, and they gave us a, basically a free fireworks show the next year. Mm -hmm. And we still had the cost for barges and tugs and things like that, mm -hmm. but at least the fireworks were were free. And because of that, um, the charity got more money the next year. And um, the Armed Services YMCA has been a great, great partner with us. It had its benefits in some respect in that more money for charity, a free show the following year. Do you think it's given uh, this show more attention in a positive way in the years since? You know, they say good or bad news, it's news and it's good. You, you're in the business, you know how that works. So it was, it was actually very positive. Uh, I, I can tell you a story about my sister being in St. Petersburg on a cruise ship that night and uh, it was all over Russia. So it was, so she picked it up and emailed me and said, what's going on here? And I said, yeah, that's, we had that little problem, but all's good, nobody got hurt. Yeah, that was certainly the good news. Yeah. Um, now, you know, they always say, oh, we'll laugh about this one day, right? So again, seven years down the road, can you now look at it and say, well, that was crazy, but it did give us this attention. Like you said, it was worldwide within a short period of time. Yeah, well, it was two nights on national uh, television out of New York. Uh, so it, it, it put us on the map, basically. Mm -hmm. When you saw that footage, what were your feelings? Your, was it a feeling of like, oh my gosh, we did this, or like, oh wow, we're Well, by that time, I knew that nobody got hurt, and that uh, basically it was, it was a glitch, and uh, it, was a, it was a difficult and very disappointing night, because a lot of people were disappointed not seeing the show, but then a lot of people said, oh, that's the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> right. so. It's all in how you look and at it. And they all right? remember it, you know, they all remember the 2012. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> this is the best fireworks show ever. Oh, I'm dying. I'll go home now. It's got to be one of the great fireworks disasters of all time as it, far as just It answered going the question that every pyrotechnician's ever had is when I turn on this switch, what if it all goes? And they did for those people. The fortunate thing that Every bit of their equipment performed like it was supposed to. It all went up, and there was no no injuries. Um, there might have been some soiled underwear, but there was no nothing mal nothing mal performed. So it all went straight up. When it went, to, it went to where it was designated to go. Just all at once. It just went lit all at once. And what went wrong? There's speculation that they have an all fire queue, 
There's also speculation that uh, they, like I said, it's hard to say whether they had an all-fire queue or they had zero time on their program. I, I don't know what. what it was a what, computer glitch of some sort? It's a programming. Mm-hmm. It wasn't computers. It was the program put into the computer. Okay. So whether whether they were fed the whether they have an all fire queue and it got that got the last note of the show and they have an all fire notice that means it shoots everything that wasn't shot it gives it all a second chance in case it skipped it that's one of the theories the other theory is that they had zero time on their time stripe and I find that it was a disaster. <laughs> Seventeen of the eighteen shows so far have gone to plan, and Sam is back on the job. How do you get started with something in, in this line of work? Like, if, if kids are like, you know, I love fireworks, I love this line of business. I'll Contact firework companies when you as soon as you become eighteen, you're more than welcome to come out and we train you. Happen to you know, it's hard work. It's why they don't. It's called fire easy. It's called fireworks. It's it's it, it'll bust your butt, and um, you're either either taken to it and love it and, and addicted to it or it's not for you um, it's real hard these days to, to uh, get workers because society is not not a working society anymore there are people rather be reading their phone a lot less manual not less manual work but this is pure manual work what's the worst thing that's happened to you in a show firing system not firing when it's supposed to just you know thing and it happened to be on a location that was like okay let's stop and reset but, uh, but that's nothing it. no catastrophes no injuries no no major malfunctions i've had stuff blow up and guns but that's why we have our safety distances and, and things like that so you go in you assess the situation fix whatever you can and go back and continue firing because you gotta gotta get the show in the sky right you all fingers all, all good and it's not this business is not about fingers it's limbs or, you know, it's just, it's explosives. You don't, and you can never lose respect for uh, what you're dealing with. And we want to let you know this Big Bay Boom podcast is made possible with help from California Institute of Art and Technology. Empower your technology career. Can you still hear it going on? Holy moly. The San what Diego else can Bay. you say? Wow. Listen to this crowd. I think there's a resounding applause of approval for at least a 17-minute firework show that did not disappoint. What about the heart and soul of the Big Bay Boom? What it means to San Diegans, to the military in this military town, and the charity that benefits from it? And what are the secrets to seeing it from the best spots? I'm Andrew Luria. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Andrew Luria, as well as on the Fox 5 San Diego News at 1, 4, and 5 every single day. And I'm going to explore these topics with you in the next episode of this Big Bay Boom series of the Fox 5 San Diego podcast.